Hey guys, welcome to Multimedia Missions. My name is Blake Rydell, and I'm happy that you're joining our podcast, Week in Faith Review. So I'll tell you real fast about my, my past week. I've had family in town. I've had things at work come up, um, a lot of hard work going on there. And then I've also had things in my social life, life uh, popping up. So a lot of good things. Um, but I was very busy, so that's why I wasn't able to post on my usual schedule on Sunday, but that's all right. We're going to get back on that schedule. I'll be posting every Sunday, but I didn't really just want to skip a week. Um, there's been something that's been on my heart um, as I missed this podcast because I kind of felt guilty for missing this podcast. It was like, oh no, you know, like, why didn't I do this on Sunday? I was too tired and too lazy. I should have done it. But as I was sitting there thinking that, I thought about something that is important for all of us and something that's been on my heart, and that is rest, right? So so I personally believe that we all need rest. We all need to be able to have that time for ourselves and for God and that relaxation and everything that comes along with it. But rest isn't just napping. It's not just uh, falling asleep and sleeping in an extra hour or two. No, that isn't rest. What rest is something spiritual, mental, and physical. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about it. I have about three or four points that I want to cover real fast, and then uh, we'll get into you know wrapping this thing up. But the first point that I thought about is that rest is needed for mental, physical, and spiritual health. And, and that's funny um, that I say that because it, it really is true. It does pour into every aspect of our life. So here's an example, right? And, and this relates to sleep, but this is just a, a general example. So uh, every night, Americans should be sleeping, not only Americans, everybody uh, should be sleeping seven to nine hours um, with at least five needed daily. If you don't have that and, and you don't have the seven to nine hours, there's a bunch of diseases and ailments that can come up, ranging from heart disease to diabetes. Uh, unhappiness, weight gain, depression, so on and so forth. Um, so obviously it's needed to to keep you physically, mentally, spiritually healthy, right? But here's something interesting that I that I, I found that children in the teenage age range from 11 to 17 um, on average need nine to 11 hours. And children even younger need 11 to 17 hours, depending on the age range. And I bring that up because, yes, of course, rest is, it is needed for our mental, physical, and spiritual health. But rest helps us grow. And I, I think it's ironic um, because you would think, oh, well, you know, growth is an action. It's what you put in is what you get out. Yes, that is true. But if you do it with an anxious heart, and if you do it trying to rush through and become something faster than you need to, uh, you're not going to be as successful as you could be. You're not going to be as happy as you could be. And I personally believe that you won't be as connected to God as you can be. So with that being said, here's another fact, right? Because of a lack of rest, there was $411 billion lost per year due to lack of sleep or lack of rest because you can't perform at your work or your job or maybe even at home, right? And, and again, I think that goes to show that perhaps, just maybe, just maybe, if we aren't resting, we aren't giving all the glory to God that we can. 
And that brings me to my second point. Rest is biblical. It's in the Bible throughout. There's a ton of passages. Um, in fact, I'll bring a few up here. But there really is a ton of passages. Um, and, and it's really, it's crazy. Um, but the first one that I want to start with is Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. It says, Come to me, all who labor and all who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest in your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Uh, again, we find this uh, theme of rest in Genesis 2, 2 through 3. And on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all the work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, God rested from all of his work that he had done in creation. So yes, we've been commanded to rest, but God also rests when he was creating the universe. And he's God Almighty. He has all the power, all the ability that he wants to continue working. I mean, he is just uh, obviously the strongest being, the, the most important being in this universe. And even he rested on the Sabbath. Now, that's interesting. You know, why would God rest? I think he rested as an example. Because if we're truly followers of God, we should follow his actions and his words and follow God's heart. And if God had a heart of rest after he created what was good in six days and on the seventh day he rested, if we are going to follow God, we got to follow his example. So, yes, it might be hard. We... Uh, you know, might not want to rest. We might want to run and gun all day. We might want to get everything done that we can. But if we're truly following God and his example, the Old Testament, Genesis 2, 2, 3 is an example. He creates the earth and rests on the Sabbath, and he sees that creation is good. If you're constantly moving along at too fast of a pace, you will never stop and smell the roses, as we've heard that expression you will never do it because you're always on to the next thing. And I think I found that out in this this past year in my life. I, I got a house. I got a new job, a, a new career. I got recently married. And I still want more. It's still easy to continue working and working. And Okay, now I got a great job. But what if I could get this job at this school or at this area? Or um, you might also think, wow, I got a great house. But what if I could move? into a higher class area or get a house with more square feet or, or a higher level house. Or maybe I could make a little bit more money if I work hard and have a side hustle and I could do this and do that. Whenever we do that, uh, we are not enjoying what God has given us. We are not enjoying what has been entrusted to us. We And again, it is natural to want to continue to build and continue to work upon uh, what you already have worked upon, but you're not going to be as efficient on what you're working on, and you're not going to enjoy what God has gifted you and given you. And I think I've been a hypocrite in my personal life, and uh, I, I know a lot of other people have been. You know, we pray and pray and pray, God give me this. I really want this. I want this to happen for me. I want this to happen in my life. If it's in your will, let it be done. And then he gives it to you and you're satisfied for maybe a little bit of time. 
And then later on you say, Father, why didn't you give me this job? This job could have been better. Or, Father, why didn't you give me a house in this area? I could have got a better house. Or, or you know, and again, it's very transactional. And because of that, that brings me to my third point, right? If we're treating God like it's transactional and if we're not enjoying what he gives us, we're not respecting God. So my third point, rest is respectful to God and others. So what do I mean by this? Well, of course, like we talked about, we want to respect God by enjoying what he's given us and enjoying our lives. We don't want to continue to have that hustle and bustle and continuing to run on to the next thing. That's very obvious. But also, um, rest is respectful to others. And God calls us to serve others. That's correct. Um, But here's the interesting part. When we rest properly, we show reverence to God because we know that within him, the most important thing in our lives will come true with him if it's in his will. If we continue to sacrifice our rest and sacrifice our time because we want to make something happen and we want to make something happen that's outside of God's will, that is not showing God trust and respect for his divine providence. And I think it's easy sometimes to overlook that. But if something is going to happen in God's will, it's going to happen no matter what, not because of us, but because of what he's done. It can't be because of the work that we do. It has to be because of the faith that we have, right? And because of that, I consider rest obedience. Rest is obedience to God. So I'm going to say that again. Rest is obedience to God because without it, I believe it's showing a lack of faith that he can help us get things done. And then finally, rest is respectful to others. Um, So we talked a little bit earlier about the effect that rest and the lack of rest, the lack of sleep, the lack of of productivity has within uh, just America, right? $411 billion, okay? Billion dollars are lost annually due to lack of sleep, a lack of rest, right? Um, But also, I think this is important to highlight. There are six thousand car crashes that end up uh, deadly they end up fatal because the person behind the wheel was was drowsy or they fell asleep at the wheel okay that's not involving duis or dwis that's not involving people under the influence that's not involving texting and driving that six thousand annualized deaths is based primarily and only on the fact of people who are driving drowsy or they're driving tired. Um, and again, this goes right back to my point. We, we get caught up in the hustle and the bustle of daily life. It's easy. Uh, you might worry about you know going to a sporting event and then going to your kid's uh, school, and then you got to go to church for a Bible study, and then you got to go to your friend's house to watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette, which I'm in no way endorsing as a Christian. But I know a few people who do that, right? Um, we do this all the time, and we don't even realize it. We put away maybe some of our priorities, and we put away some of the time that we should be spending with God in His Word, or in a community with others serving God and serving others. 
and we end up serving ourselves. And again, it sounds counterintuitive, but we don't know what's best for us. Not all the time. And so when we are continuing to do things at our own pace, and we're not slowing down, and we're not resting within God's providence and his guidance, and if we aren't resting physically, if we're not resting mentally and spiritually, these things are going to happen. We have we had 6,000. Just wrap your mind around that number one more time. 6,000 car crash deaths due to drowsy driving. That's not under any influence of any drugs or texting, nothing. That's just, and, and by the way, that number is just in America. There's more, I'm sure, throughout the world that are affected by this. So because of that, resting is respectful to others. It's easier to get a temper as well when, we're, when we don't have rest. It's easy to uh, say things we regret, and it's easy to uh, not be as productive as we could be or should be when we don't get rest. I think this is another interesting example. Um, at the high school that I went to, we had four-day work weeks or four day, um, four days a week that we would go to school. And we would spend, I believe, nine hours or 10 hours, no, nine hours a day at school, right? In, in Florida, where I live, typically you would go eight hours. So, you know, we made up about really with, if you add up all the hours, we were only getting four hours off of our studies per week. But needless to say, we only went to school for four days, Monday through Thursday, and then we had Friday off, Saturday off, and Sunday off. And here's the interesting thing. At our high school, it was one of the most productive schools in Florida, and it was one of the most productive public education schools in America. And yeah, that's right, public schools. And I think it's important to recognize why. because. This is, this is what the administration said and claimed, and rightfully claimed, that having that extra day helped you focus on your social life, on, on your mental um, fortitude, and your spiritual fortitude. And that with that extra day, you could focus on things that you were passionate about, you could focus on your health, and you could focus on getting rest for the rigorous activities that we would take part of next week. Okay, why did it work so well? Because we were able to rest and absorb our information. Another example, I know at Microsoft recently, uh, we talked about, um, or, or I read about, I read an article about at Microsoft, how um, they also transferred over to a four-day work week. Now, you would think in business, obviously business, you can track the numbers even better than a school. Right, because instead of annual standardized testing, companies go quarter by quarter and sometimes week by week or month by month. And uh, so they had a little bit of a better ability to track what was going on within Microsoft as they experimented between a four day work week and a five day work week. And you would think, you know, maybe uh, productivity would go down a few percentage points, maybe it would stay the same, maybe 
uh, employees would, you know, be able to, uh, you know, do the most with their time instead of kind of slacking around. Maybe sometimes you get caught slacking at the office. I know in the past I have, right? Uh, it's hard to look at that clock. But what they actually found is that employees were 20% more productive than in their traditional five-day work week. And again, that's just to go and show that the more rest you have, the more time that you spend on yourself and with God resting, the more productive you will be, yes, for sure, but the healthier you will be. And so I just want to... I just want to wrap it up like this. Are we part of the problem? And that's the question I want to leave with you today. Are we part of the problem? Because I know myself, I've talked about it uh, recently with my wife. I know that in the past, I have been part of the problem. Um, I have not necessarily been as restful as I could or should have been. And here's my second follow-up question. If we are part of the problem, which I admit sometimes I can be, I can fall into that category, do we need to realign ourselves and our priorities to God and to focus on ourselves? And the answer for me is yes. The answer for you, it might be yes or no. But I'm assuming if you're listening to this, Probably it's probably true. We all get caught up in this. So let's follow God's example. We cannot be of the world. We have to be of God in the world. And, and this world, it's busy, it's draining, and it's frustrating. And as Christians, a lot of times we fall into the busyness, the hardships, the persecution, and, and um, you know the hustle and bustle of daily life. But if we rest and if we follow God and we separate ourselves from the chaos of the world, we will be better Christians, we will be better people, better husbands, better wives, mothers, and fathers, and grandfathers. You get the point. So today, let's vow to ourselves that let's slow down, let's listen to others, and let's rest when we need to drown out the nastiness of the world and let's clearly hear and understand God's word within our rest, within our spiritual rest, depending on God and his will to, to follow us throughout our daily lives and to guide us in our daily lives and our daily tracks that lie ahead of us. All right, so thank you guys so much for listening. I'm going to close it out with a prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. We really are appreciative of everything you've given us and everything you've done for us. Um, we know this life is hard. We know that our jobs are hard. Sometimes our family personal life is hard. And we know that this world can be a nasty, dark place, especially in these times. So God, I pray the best that I can today that you will give us peace, you will give us strength, and you will give us the ability to follow forward and to follow through with resting according to your word and resting within you, finding our joy, our peace, and our prosperity in you and nowhere else, God. So today I declare in Jesus' name 
that you put this within our hearts, etch it on our hearts, and I hope it to be in our minds, in our hearts, and our souls daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, as long as it takes to get it right. I pray that you would grant us the time to be able to do that, grant us the willpower to do that, and grant us the ability and, and, and the ability to tame the flesh, the mind, and the spirit to have them all line up with you, God. I thank you for our listeners. I pray that you would bless them abundantly, help them know you and know your name and to know who you are. You, you are the Messiah. You are Jesus Christ. You're the Holy Spirit and you're the Father, three in one. Help our listeners to know that. Bless our listeners as they leave us today. And I thank you for letting them tune in. Amen. So thank you guys for listening to the Week in Faith Review podcast. Thank you for listening to Multimedia Missions. Um, thank you for finding our website. Uh, keep in touch. Make sure that you subscribe to our mailing list. You can do that um, either through one of the contact forms on our website, or you can go to www.multimediamissions.org or .com. And when you first go there, there will be a pop-up page asking you for your email and maybe some of your other information. If you do that, that would be great. I want to stay connected with you guys. And I think it's important that we stay together as a community, especially in these trying times. And I'd really love to hear what you guys think and, and message me. What, what should I make my next podcast on? Uh, what should I pray about? Uh, is there anything I can help you with? Just let me know. So with that being said, my name is Blake Rydell, and thank you for listening to Multimedia Missions and the Week in Faith Review, and we will see you next week.